Ah, hello. I didn't see you there. It's CJ, which hopefully you know because you listen to this podcast. Or are you? Did people just click to download this and never listen? Am I just speaking to nobody into the void? I sure hope not. Or whatever. I guess that's okay because then there's less pressure to actually produce good radio content, which I am I'm not, uh, I'm not great at. I'm not good at. I'm not. Uh, anyhow, uh, this is the intro to the podcast for today. Spencer is out, so it's going to be a little different, a little half-ass edited, thrown together by myself. Um, you will notice there is a segment uh, where I attempt to break the world record eating chicken nuggets. Now, you might be thinking, I'm a huge fan. I've heard this before. As a matter of fact, if I go to 101x.com slash CJ, I can see the video of this, which happened back in April. Yes, I did replay this, and there's a reason for that, because I, every week, starting either next year or after the Thanksgiving holiday, want to attempt a different world record. So please, if you get this, let me know at the CJ Morgan on the internet, Twitter, Instagram, adult friend finder, whatever, uh, TikTok even, I forgot I'm on that. But let me know if there's uh, world records I should attempt that we can do in studio that would make your tummy curl and laugh. Anyhow, without further ado, here are a few chunks of today's show, which yes, we were here, we were there, we had fun. Emily uh, came in, did her part, Matt even got in a car wreck and still came to the studio and did a show. So you can too. Well, you can listen. Don't get in a car wreck. Please stay safe. Tell a friend about it. And again, let me know if you're listening at the CJ Morgan. Let me know if you have ideas that we can do that's fun specifically for World's Record. And without further ado, ado, ado here is the podcast of Monday, what is say, November 21st radio program. Well, let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain... Oh, wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name, and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. I've been illegally watching a show on TikTok, and I, I can't believe I just admitted that. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. on the radio. This segment's all about internet things, and yeah, pirating back at it. Hell yeah, Emily, you were too young to remember the good old days of (sighs) Napster and Pirate Bay and all that crap, Mm -hmm. Um, so you are illegally streaming something on the TikToks? Yes, I feel bad. I didn't, I I just stumbled on it, okay? I didn't try to find it, but there There used to be a website called Stumble Upon. No way, really? Yeah. Oh well, no, I, I I did I did just stumble upon this one just because um, I I don't know how much you've been on TikTok lately, CJ. Not enough. But it's it's my... just like completely, it's free reign <laughs> out there. You could kind of do whatever, but there's certain things you can't do, and I guess one of them that you can do is put entire episodes of things into parts. So <laughs> okay, how? Yeah. What's the length of? Because I know they expanded it, but how long can one TikTok be? Um, I believe one TikTok can be about. Uh, it can go up to ten minutes now. I Whoa. think, but specific accounts have access to that. Um, and so, but these are coming around like the parts are about five minutes or so. And what's embarrassing is there's like twelve parts for each episode, and. 
you know, you see the TikTok logo. It just looks pirate. It's bad to watch too because it's going to be low quality. It's it's in uh, it's, it's not in, in landscape. No, it's yeah, in it's portrait. Not in landscape. Yeah, the audio is probably bad, and you're on your phone. Like we yeah. like to watch things on a big screen. I know, but let me For explain example, myself. The World Cup on a big screen right now. <laughs> right now, as you're staring at it, I can see it in your. Sorry, eyes. I'll pay attention to you. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, but I. I had no idea what the show was. Unfortunately, it's on Discovery Plus, which who the heck has that? We did for a hot minute to watch something, and then we canceled our trial. Exactly. And now there's like stuff. I'm like, damn it, we got to get that trial again. See, I feel like there's nothing on Discovery Plus that I'm interested in, but maybe I'm wrong because I started watching the show on TikTok. Call it's called Underage or Undercover Underage, and it's basically cooler. I say cooler very lightly <laughs> um, to to catch a predator. Okay. okay. Yeah, that was a fun show. Yeah, there's this girl. Uh, her name is Rue Powell, and she's a 38 year old woman that started this nonprofit organization called uh, SOSA. And basically, what it is is she and her team have bought a house and they staged the house with multiple rooms to make it look like different teenage girls' bedrooms. And then she's really young looking for 38. Okay. So she dresses up like different, there's like three or four different personas that they use and she'll like stage everything. She has a social media team. They have people that edit things and she basically will post pictures and videos of her dressed up in these different accounts pretending to be, you know, younger teenagers or kids to catch predators internet creeps and then she will get as much information on them as possible like going as far as trying to tell them to meet her at a or they tell her to meet her at a specific place and they show up in a different vehicle and try to find their vehicle to snap a picture of the plates so that they never have to actually meet and then she sends all of the information that she finds about these creeps to the police so that they can like file a case because back in the Chris Hansen days he had police waiting outside yeah and she doesn't do that because she's just a non-profit that helps with it because that's definitely more of a risk yeah and and the fact that she dresses up and interacts with these creeps 24 hours seven days a week like pretending to actually be like she'll talk to them for like 14 days that's gotta screw with your head though to be like in that kind of exactly so it's so interesting to watch but and I feel bad because I'm like oh I should give Discovery Plus money so that they can keep you know supporting this organization but at the same time i'm like oh i can't do another subscription service so instead i just you're watching it on tiktok on tiktok in 12 parts at a time like one episode (laughs) is 12 parts and then you got to go back and find the other you have to like go back and scroll through trying to figure out which ones i've watched before and like the comments and it's it's a lot but I think I've already watched about five episodes. <laughs> There's two seasons, so I have I have some time. And every day, this person, who I'm not even going to say their username because I don't want anybody to get it shut down, all right? This is my own secret little private place. You need place. this entertainment, Emily. Yes, I need this. But um, I think they release a new part every single day, like a new episode, and they haven't released any episodes today, and I'm itching. I'm itching for it. I'm so close to you getting that free know. trial. I'm so close to just grabbing that free trial real fast. Well, quick question. Like, do, is there the payoff? Because with Chris Hansen, he'd be like, all right, sit down. He would catch the predator and, mm-hmm. like, confront them before the police came in. Is there any of that? Like, do you, is there the confrontation, the arrest or anything? Or is so, this just, like, the investigation? It's just mainly the investigation. Okay. And her, like I said, she FaceTimes them, too. Oh, she so literally conven- convinces them. Ooh. 
that she is a 15 year old girl and has all these things and like they'll it's kind of interesting she'll tell them hey okay i'll meet you at that location and her team will take a uber screenshot where it tells you how long your your eta and they will edit it like photoshop it really fast so that she'll send it to them so it makes it actually look like that she has um Somebody who's like a retired police officer to be a witness who drives her around and pretends to be her Uber in situations like that so that he's actually a witness. Dude. It's really, really good. And it's cool that there are things like that out there. And um, it's sad that, you know, there's it kind of makes you you watch it and you really question humanity, unfortunately, because there's so many. They kept there's there's at least like 25 people that contact one of their girls every single day. That's insane. Keep your kids off the Internet, folks, please. Except for on TikTok, so then you can watch fun, uh, illegal (laughs) shows like this. Fancy fine dining at home. It's Parent Pickup, and Matt Bearden's here to talk uh, fancy fun dining for Thanksgiving week, yes? Well, not exactly, but it did come up while I was doing some of that research. There's a family that's gone kind of viral on TikTok. Uh, They serve these, I mean, really high-end fine-dining meals to their kids. Okay. They've got three kids, and when I say fine-dining, I mean, it's like they're not even round plates. You know the plates that we have? I mean, they're like, it's like big rectangle plates. It's small, uh, deconstructed foods like you would find on, like, I mean, I'm talking like high-end restaurant. But we've talked about this before with your kids, friends' kids, my nephew, You'll make something. It's like, oh, I just want mac and cheese. Well, And yeah. it's like, okay, well, so so why are you wasting all this time cooking this fancy fine food if, if mac and cheese and chicken nuggets will do? Well, they've kind of done a smart thing, this uh, young lady who's doing it with her kids. She said, look, the reason I'm trying to do this is, A, look, you do, I don't want to take my kids to a really fancy restaurant and then spend money and then have them not eat anything, sure. right? And I'm trying to have them learn certain lessons, learning how to respect themselves, respect the person that they're with, respect the table, respect the server. It's not kind of a bad idea. At first, I just thought when I looked at the TikTok, I was like, oh, this is about somebody giving somebody fancy food. And then I realized that they were kind of like, hey, we want our kids to learn some etiquette and manners. And it's not a terrible Idea. I mean, we've all. One of the reasons that most people don't even take kids to restaurants is kids get bored, and we've they're all seen. Loud, we've all seen that at restaurants. Now, it's my, hard to sit there that long too. My daughter went to a restaurant. She was about one week old. She went in a container. What are those baby containers? What do you call those things? You put them in the car. Oh, the styrofoam like latches that yeah, they yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they, can, they can eat their food around them and it exactly. doesn't spill. Now she went in in like a container. Well, so did my son. Our kids have kind of always grown up in, in restaurants and they uh, know kind of some rules. I, what I will say is that as my son's gotten older, he gets so bored. We don't even take him anymore because <laughs> he's just bored. I feel bad for him. He's yeah, miserable. Dude. When it's, I was a kid, all I boring. wanted to do was to go to a fancy restaurant. But, you know, my parents didn't really have that dough, and so it was never an option, right? When I finally got to f- go to a fancy restaurant. A, a Hofbrau where they had the coloring menu. and Oh, man. It was so – I remember the first time I went – no, the first time I went to a really fancy restaurant, um, I was actually in college. But I remember thinking, oh, this is the life. The <laughs> life. And uh, so I think it's kind of a good idea. It's like the idea of teaching your kids – etiquette and manners, it kind of comes in handy because, look, I'm not someone who's going to judge somebody else for how they eat, but it does teach you about sometimes somebody's background. And 
I'm really glad that my mother made me learn like which side of the plate the fork goes no on. No elbows on the table. Just don't well, here's smack. Because when I got old enough to be invited out by like some kind of boss, you know what I'm talking about? Someone who did know all that. I liked that I knew it. I didn't have to ask those questions. You didn't like, look like a luddite. What? Two forks. Why the hell do I need two forks? I only got one, and I brought it with me. Yeah, so I kind of liked some of those things, and I think that it really helps younger people to know those skills for later in life. I mean, should you judge somebody by how they hold a fork or a spoon? It seems a little shallow, but the fact is that it does happen in life. Anyway, I kind of like this idea. I will say this. I'm not taking the time to do this with my kids. (laughs) I'm not taking the time to make something this nice for my kids. Well, you could just make regular things and then plate them. No. Just no, nice plates. No. no my not, kids not already that. have it good enough as it is. I'm not also going to spend an evening where I wait on them. I wait on them for breakfast. I wait on them for lunch, okay? They're not also getting waited on for dinner. Sorry, that sounded harsh. One day a world record will be mine. And I'm going to start with eating. Like the most chicken nuggets in a minute? Can I do it? I I don't know. I already tried. Here's how it went. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Uh, so we started talking about this the other day. Uh, this young lady here from Great Britain ate 19 nuggets in one minute. I'm not going to fail. If I mess up, I might start again. No. I can do that. (laughs) Uh, I mean, sure. We've got time. We've got time. So I can... There's there's no rule that says you can't stop and restart. True. Because now I'm really thinking about this strategy. I'm still using the sauce. I have to Mm. use sauce. uh, But... I mean, you're going to probably want to open that before starting. No, right? no, no. Yeah. Take the time to open individually the <laughs> sauces. The sweet and sour sauces. But here's that would the, be awesome if it just ripped so it in half. And you're like, oh, so damn it. Still trying to get the rest of it. I'm now frustrated because he's just very dumb about how he's doing I'm this. I'm not dumb. I'm you're not even saucing. Try, not even trying it like she is. I'm going to sauce and chug. I don't want to run out of time. Right? This Any, is, okay, here's the deal now. I'm nervous because you just said, oh, you got to swallow them whole. There's no way I can swallow these whole. I'll choke. You will die if you do that. And now there's an audience in here. There's people that have come around the building to watch. All the radios are turned on. So now I feel like I'm set up to fail because everyone's making a big deal out of it when it's really they just me trying to get a record. They just sent out an, an all-building email mm-hmm. about this. They were like, one of your coworkers is about to die. No, no, no. <laughs> they were like, come come watch a coworker die. Actually, I think it's just the radio thing where someone heard like, oh, there's chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> so they, think they know that you're going to choke after the third one like you did with that burger eating contest. Dude, and they're getting do, ready to get free nugs. Just do not get anything on the board. Good Please. Point. Okay. Why? What Good are they going to do? They're going to fire his dead body? He's fine. <laughs> He's safe. I'm, All right. I'm, I've got a timer I here for my, everyone. So my, I'm going to time this for us. My carcass is going to be too big to get out. All right. Spinny, okay. tell me when to go. I'll count you down. Three, two, and on one is when we'll begin. Okay. okay. Three, two, one. All right, ladies and gentlemen. He's got one <laughs> nugget in. He's got two nuggets in. 
And remember, he's got 60 seconds, and he's got a third nugget in, and there's no way he's coming close to this. He's got three nuggets, and now he's laughing. He's laughing too much. He doesn't even have a fourth nugget. How Hurry, much time? CJ, what uh, am I looking 45 at? 45 seconds. He's got 15 Hurry. seconds to get, apparently. He's 40 the, seconds. He's eating these like he's gone to lunch, and he's waiting for a friend to show up later. He's choking after that. He's got a fourth one in, and he's choking. Of course. Here comes a fifth one, and now it just smells like Sweet and sour sauce in here. It's terrible. He's covered. Uh, 20 second warning. 20 seconds. Dude, please don't throw up. Okay, six. Is that six that he's got in there and seven? We're about a 10 second warning now. I hope it didn't stop. Oh my God. Five. The contest is getting them in your mouth. It's two. One. Oh. I don't think I swallowed even a whole nugget. <laughs> you stupid. All right, I guess for a uh, second attempt, obviously. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to try to swallow one pitch. whole. Uh, uh, no, no, no. We're thoroughly unimpressed. Don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, dude? What was it, the sauce or was it the nuggets? <laughs> he tried to oh, swallow I thought, a whole I didn't one. see him put the it moment, in. She it didn't... makes you want to... It hit... You have a bad gag uh, reflex, I've noticed. I, I do. It hits that thing in there. <laughs> you owe a Ooh, lot Vita. of X's an apology now, don't you? Okay, first of all, your face is covered in sauce. I'm going to try to do like a half and see well, if I'm... Well, the young lady who did swallow it, whole. she would do like two or three bites just to kind of crack it yeah. up, and then she'd swallow it, Get it right? soft enough to go down, yeah. Do you have more... You can't swallow them. You can't. What if I try it and I beat you? How many did you get? Six? I think he got six. I think he got, I got six. six. I got seven. No, no, I beat CJ's record. At the very end, I got like a... Okay, I'll tell you how much I got because there's one, two, three, four, five. So I got 15 nuggets. No, you didn't. <laughs> you point, just ate like two or three point, in the middle. you had seven stuffed in there, but they weren't even in your mouth. You don't they know just, that. I, I got 15 I nuggets. Of it. All right, so... The, okay, so it's not the world Wait, record. Stop You're still broadcasting. <laughs> Chew that. The Matt and CJ record is 15 nuggets in one minute. No, I'm declaring not. it official. No, no, dude. No. You didn't I'll, swallow him. You got to show the tongue in the mouth. That. We will go back. The literally the last 10 video. seconds is what she she chewed and swallowed and then showed her her tongue. If you were streaming it. That's not going to count. The time is already up. You also, <laughs> just spent, you also just spent the last five minutes eating three extra nuggets out of there. <laughs> you only got 12. It tops. <laughs> tops was 12. 15 is the record. No, it's you 11 can't. and a half. <laughs> Why are you just making stuff up right now? Do you work for the U.S. government? 15. You're just like, it's all good. 15 is the official United no. States Matt and CJ record. No. It's not. It. There are, how many nuggets are in? There are five you nuggets. You ate when the timer oh. was already up. Oh, oh, I ate a whole box of nuggets at once. I mean, sure, I just threw those over my shoulder and <laughs> hid them, but let's just, you know, make up whatever we want to. Okay. Actually, I did that because I'm going to try to steal these nuggets. Yeah. I'll try again tomorrow. Hook me up. Hook me and up. if y'all want to take me on, if you want to see if y'all can beat 15 nuggets in a minute, we'll I do can beat 15, but I'm definitely going to beat your score, which is 12. So, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm confident in that I never achieved the things I wanted in life, and I never will. So my ego doesn't need any of these things. I know that I failed, and then one day I die. That's the way it I works for me. You okay? <laughs> I just got to wave, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're lightheaded? Too many nuggets at once? No. If you vomit them, then you take that all back. You take it all back. Yeah, that'll be a total of zero nuggets record. Yeah, the record will be no nuggets. You got it, buddy. Hey, 
the sprinklers like you know when the sprinklers go oh, off. No, oh no, get over yeah. there. You know Where's the trash? You know what he needs, okay. okay. you know don't you? Don't touch yeah. me. Don't Matt. tickle them. Don't touch me, <laughs> Tickle them. <laughs> that's not cool, dude. Oh, it's not. Oh, dude, that's not cool. <laughs> I'm gonna there throw it up. That's <laughs> not cool. Hey. I'm well, <laughs> I will just say that this was a really good sec. You're shaking, folks. He's shaking. He looks like he looks like I did four weeks ago when I had a stroke on air. I, got, I actually looked better than you look right now. I got nervous because yeah. people made a big deal about it. And then you're like, you gotta swallow them whole. You can't. You cannot swallow a nugget whole. They're too big. Look how big these are. I'm also gonna say the girl in the video. Those nuggets are smaller. I don't think those are McDonald's nuggets. They even have a McDonald's in that, in England. No, that girl's nine foot tall, so they look small. Oh, okay. She's yeah, a really big. She's just yeah. a big old honking woman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, man. I did not girl. use the t- I said tall, not big old honking. These are big and come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's no way that you're calling somebody else a big one. I'm... I'm <laughs> Hey, it takes one to know one. Yeah, yeah, see? All right, video's up on Facebook. Uh, I'll tr- 12 nuggets, tops. I'll try again another day. 15. 15 nuggets. No, nope. maybe 11. <laughs> I, I, I can't touch the computer screen. I got you. Okay. No, I don't. Yeah. All right, well, I can't we see go. what's going on. All right. explains it all and yes yes they do and i'm guessing today you're going to explain your dumb questions and how to navigate this perhaps why yes cj as somebody who is a 24 year old an only child and the youngest on both sides of my family oh my gosh do i get some really dumb questions at thanksgiving at christmas and and being in radio and yes, living in austin yes. and having and having crazy hair. silly hair yeah you were to gonna say, say it too yeah yeah. yeah 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 i i and having tattoos and just I, you I don't got know. the whole thing. Yeah, you, you're a lot like my fiance. When we first met and started dating, when I went to uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas with her, she had to cover her tattoos. Oh, really? That's not the case anymore, but it was very weird to me. And she's like, we'll probably have to sleep in different rooms. And I'm oh, like, yeah, we've, that's what we, that's we've what been I have together to a year and mm-hmm. we're adults in our 30s, but I, I guess I understand it. Uh, my yeah. family's, even though growing up in Amarillo, we've always been a lot more chill. So yeah, what what uh, explain to me? Like you're going home for Thanksgiving, you're mm-hmm. sitting at the kids' table, you're the youngest. <laughs> the what kids kind table. of other family member, what kind of things happen? Well, uh, first of all, there's no kids' table because I'm the only kid. I am literally that much younger than everybody else. I think my cousin is at least five or six years older than me, and we've just never been close. I have one cousin on my dad's side. Who is who I'm going to be seeing this uh, this Thanksgiving, but basically what ends up happening is, like you said, because I have a cool job, which is awesome, because I live in Austin, which is also great, and just because I'm very extroverted, I post a lot on social media. They all like to follow me, and I get it. I get it. I'm cool, and you just want to say that cool. you have a cool, cool uh, niece kind of situation. And, and not to <laughs> mention, like you do sort of even in. Our group of friends and coworkers, you do some pretty cool, unique oh, things. Yeah. You go to a lot of concerts. You go to cosplay conventions and I go dress to up. Parties like, all the time, and I'm always out doing things and happy hours. And no, for sure. But there's always the questions that, no matter what type of family you're in, there's always that one family member, the one aunt, the one uncle, the one you know slightly racist grandpa. That will ask very, very, very specific questions to you. Uh, and it's just like, 
I or just like make comments that you just don't want to hear. So I've prepared myself over the years. I have heard all these things. I've I've taken them into account. I've gone to therapy for you, and I can help answer some of those questions for everybody. And maybe even you, CJ. Do you get weird you questions so? at well, uh, at family gatherings? I'll I'll end with two that you can probably uh, more or less relate to because they're sure. probably very similar for both of us uh, doing what we do and working where you work. Uh, the first two are not related to you. As much now, you probably will get these when you get older, if you're mm-hmm. in a long-term relationship. But uh, ours are, when are you getting married? When's the wedding? What's the oh. plans for the wedding? Because, you know, I proposed in 2019, mm-hmm. in early 2020 with her family. We were going and looking at venues and kind of planning stuff. And then after COVID and after moving in together, not with roommates, we've kind of been like, hey, let's chill and focus on buying a house, let's focus mm-hmm. on saving money, a career. So there's no A wedding rush. isn't going to do much different right yeah, now yeah. in your And that lives. even means like just but straight like buying up a house going, is. Yeah, even going to a judge and getting married, like we don't, we're not there. Mm-hmm. Also, I need to work on my credit. Um, yeah. So <laughs> she that, doesn't want to ad- adopt that. <laughs> so that's one thing, and that gets annoying, and that's constant. But, you know, I get it. It's family. They want to mm-hmm. know. There's a lot of family getting older, and they need to make big plans, don't want to go. Uh, the next thing is kids. When you're going to have kids or you plan on having kids because we have talked about it and it is, you know, in in discussions. So that can be frustrating. And that's also, you know, so depending on the day, we both have different opinions on both. So that can be contradicting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last two would be radio, which always gets weird because my family, I'll get it from like the – Fringe people only because they see the dumb, crazy things I post on the internet. So they yeah. laugh. They love that. Um, but it's also, dude, you're crazy. You do this and that. I'm like, yeah, my Facebook is a, it's it's a parody. It's a dance. It has it's, nothing to do no, with reality at all. What you do all. at work is completely different than what you yeah. do when you're sitting at the dinner table with all your it, family. Exactly. Yeah. And it's also just, you know, bizarre to talk about because I still feel uncomfortable being that I'm on radio. It's mm, weird. It is weird. Um, I don't think of myself. Honestly, I know there's the ego and the thing, but I don't think of myself as special or a celebrity. And radio will definitely drill that in your head. Yeah. Uh, the last thing's living in Austin. You get a lot of Antifa and like, is there like homeless everywhere? And is it dangerous? Are you scared? Oh, and yeah. it's like, that's, I'm not living in New York City. I'm not a high school kid going to college in the big city. Yeah. Even then, it's, it's a big city's going to have issues, but not to the level you're talking about, especially in Austin. No. So those are the things I get a lot. Let's. Do you want to come back and, and do you want to solve my oh, issues? Oh, yes. I can help you solve your issues. And then can I kind of know what you get? Because I assume <sighs> with your red hair and tattoos coming from, I guess, a conservative part of the city yeah. in an oil-rich yeah. kind of homogenous, yeah. what a waspy kind of area, it's a little different for you. Um, so what do you get? What's your kind of life? And then... I guess this point of Vimla explains it all is how you're going to explain how to deal with it. Yeah, how, how to to do with it, deal with everything. Um, well, I have three questions that typically, off the top of my head, come to mind. And let me preface this by saying, my family—they're very great people. All of us have a very standard relationship. We only see each other really on Christmas and on uh, on Thanksgiving, and then after and that, yeah, we're it's talking just about like, extended Meh. family too, because yeah. you're pretty tight oh, with your I'm mom really and dad. Close with my like parents. they seem to be yeah. Like, my cool. parents know everything. I'm probably going to call them after this. Your dad and, and I, hi. your dad and my dad would have hung out back in the 70s. Yeah, I can oh, already totally. tell by the things you've said. Um, but 
my family, we do have some people that are a little bit more conservative, but then we also have some family that are very uppity, like more in like the richer part of Houston. So we do have a good mix, but overall, no matter who it is, no matter what their political views are, I always get the questions of, is there anyone special in your life? Like, have you been oh, seeing anybody? Oh, because you're a young female that's single. Yes. And, and I have never brought anybody to Thanksgiving, ever, ever. And really? I've had multiple long-term boyfriends. Yeah, in college you had a long-term one. They, I've, they've never come to Thanksgiving. Why? Um, Because they always had stuff to do with their family, and I had stuff to do with my family. And it's like, we're too young. That's like, a, I was yeah. like t- 19 point. or 20 at the time. I wasn't going to get married. Um, and then the other question is any like any sort of question or comment about my body, whether that be good or bad. There's always something. Somebody always has to say something about your tattoos, your hair, or no, like, like physique, physique. Okay, you know, even uh-huh. as simple as oh wow, two oh. rolls on the plate. Oh, that's crazy. Lisa gets this too. All my fiance, I get time. it. Yeah. And it's just very passive aggressive. And then the final one that I can help you solve is kind of one of your questions: the how's work question. Anytime they want to talk about work, because that's all they know about you. And I guess once you graduate from the kids table to the adults table, the only difference is you are now forced to talk about your nine to five or whatever my schedule is, <laughs> which stinks. And to old people that grew up with no TV, radio, radio oh, can be gosh. fascinating. Yeah. So I, I get it. It's, I, it's... I do get it. Uh, so first way to solve the question of, is there anyone special in your life? My solution is to completely pretend like you misinterpret the question and just talk about your animals because nobody really wants to hear about your animals. I know that's sad. And you think like, oh, my animal's the cutest thing in the world. Nobody really cares. Yeah, yeah. People care more about babies than animals. So if if somebody's like, oh, um... Like, is there anyone special in your life? Like, oh, is there any anything new? Anybody yeah, they're new? currently transitioning, so we're just waiting to see if, like, really just <laughs> dig into oh, the yeah, yeah. weirdness. Oh, have you, is there anybody else that, you know, you've been with a lot? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, my cat Lucy, oh, my gosh, I got her this heartworm <laughs> medication the other day because she was just spitting out worms left and right. So they kind of go, right. mm, okay, and then yeah, wander off. Yeah, and then they realize, like, oh, she, she thought I meant, like, pets when she okay she maybe maybe it's a sore subject (laughs) they don't want to talk about it they don't care about your animals they don't want to see photos and so they'll leave second one comments about your body there's always the too much food comment where like i said oh an extra dinner roll interesting oh wow that's a lot of stuffing you must really like stuffing things like that i'm sorry you've got to make it you've got to make it the the delivery of this i'm eating for two and pat your belly you are actually correct. Make it, you have to make the delivery of it incredibly ominous. So you have to say, oh, yeah, just like this. You go, oh, yeah, uh, the baby loves stuffing, and then move on. And people, you have to say it's so point blank that I love people it. So can't you deflect tell and joke. Good job. if like you're being serious or not. And then they'll ask you, baby, and you'll go, yeah. And then you can go back to the first one and say, yeah, my cat, she really likes stuffing, and just go back and – anyways – Finally, the last thing. Oh, and if somebody says that you're too skinny, you can also do the same thing and be like, yeah, dude, the, be- the baby eats a lot. Dude, Just women tell have everybody. It, I will say a lot harder because with the men, if we get into politics, if we get into uncomfortable anything, yeah. the, the saving grace is always sports. Sports. Always turn Just it because football sports. is on nope. and it's around and just turn it to that. Yep. 
Um, and Your last one. I mean, now I have a fantasy football team, so I guess I could technically do that. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then finally, if anybody's asking you about work and they go, oh, how's work? Tell me about work. You need to prepare for this one a little bit. Pick out one generic story that happened to you. For example, mine is going to be this year. The, the climbing down the building. Oh, that one's an easier one. I Because that's say, also a fantastic, like, what? You scaled down a building? It's but impressive. But I don't, I don't want too many questions. You did it for charity? Yeah, I don't want too many questions. Though. Okay, so I'm going to think of, of something a little bit more basic. We'll say Austin City Limits Music Festival. And I'll just say. I got to interview a bunch of bands. I got to interview a bunch of bands at ACL Fest. Oh, who'd you fun. interview? They're not going to know them. So no, they're like, oh, I can't exactly. even remember. I'm going to so be like, many. oh, I, I interviewed Gail. I interviewed Wetleg. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I have no idea. And then they won't ask you any more questions. But then you use that same story and tell it to just every single family member that asks, how's work? So that you don't have to waste your time of like actually, you know, just find a story that has a really good ending about your job. So your solution on Emily Explains It All is to deflect and make yep. the conversation uncomfortable. Yes, uncomfortable them. Turn and it on them. very boring. <laughs> and now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a nerd. Yeah. One of the latest movies to come out with a lot of excitement is The Menu. Emily, you've seen it. We've got a uh, spoiler-free review plus some other movies we want to see. Uh, I love Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. He's awesome. Yes. Um, what's her name that's in it is really cool, Anya too. Taylor Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya Taylor-Joy's awesome. The thing about this is it it's a kitchen cook thing, like mm-hmm. the bear, and yeah. but they make it seem like a murder mystery. Some I don't know, dude. It looks too, like... They set it up to be too cool for what it can be, but I guess it's cool. It's very cool. Okay. Uh, not as cool as the joke that I made at the beginning that was very bad, but just ignore that. Um, uh, I'll yes. send it to your other show's joke court. Oh, God, on the morning don't. Um, but basically the menu, um, according to Wikipedia, which I get, I went in not knowing anything. I watched one trailer whenever I was going to see a different movie. I think when I saw Nope, they played the trailer. Okay. And then after that, I just didn't look up anything else. Nicholas Holt, who, if you watch UK's Skins or Warm Bodies or The Great, he is one of, he is like my- Oh, Catherine The Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is like my big celebrity crush, and I'm in love with that man, and he is amazing. And so he's in this movie, and I I had, I was like, I don't care what this movie's about. I'm going to go see Nicholas Holt be hot for like an hour, right? (laughs) Um, So I know, very basic of me. But it's a dark comedy horror thriller, um, and it's produced by Adam McKay. So if you've ever seen any of Adam McKay's movies, his movies are always pretty wild. The Big Short, Vice, Don't Look Up, Other Guys. Yeah. They're always kind of off. Like, they're a little dark, kind of off. Um, Don't Look Up was depressing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And also annoying. We're like, we get it. Yeah. Oh, and also, it was produced by Will Ferrell. I didn't know that until the end credits scene. Yeah, him and Adam, well, they used to be buddies. They're not. They're Well, they were for this movie, and it ends up being incredible. It's it's not a horror movie, but it's one of those movies. A suspense? You okay. will be on the edge of your seat the entire time, not knowing what's going to come next. Don't you dare. Why? Don't. It doesn't Go ruin it for s- me. Yes, it does. If anything, yes, it makes it me, me want to no, see stuff when no, I read it. no. No, no. The whole point of movies like this, suspenseful thrillers, is you're not supposed to know what comes around the corner. But if you read about everything that comes around the corner, then 
you know, it's not a long movie either. It it, it was only um, 106 minutes. That's really not long for a typical movie these days. Okay. If you could sit through and watch the new Black Panther, which is way obscenely too long, then you can totally watch the menu. Um, he did a great job. Uh, what's his name? Voldemort. <laughs> uh, Ralph Fiennes. Yes, he did a good bit. bad guy. Yeah, he he did a fantastic job. Everything. There were a lot of twists and turns of things that you don't expect. What I would like to compare it to is if you enjoy Succession or if you enjoy The White Lotus. Okay. Where it's about. I do, but it makes me nervous and uncomfortable. Exactly. But I like it makes both. you uncomfortable you. and it makes you hate people, right? And that's what this movie does. So you would say it's good. You would say you would give it. It's great. It, is it chef's kiss? It It is. I will kiss the chef. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, it has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, which for a horror thriller, that's pretty good. You know, 90. That's pretty great. Um, it is a weird movie. So you need to go into it knowing that this isn't incredibly realistic and that it also there are some graphic parts. And you need to go into it knowing that, like, it's one of those movies that could potentially be up for interpretation, or you could just take it like it is. Ooh. So it's, it kind of depends. Anya Taylor-Joy does a fantastic performance. I would be so sad if she doesn't get nominated for anything with this. Um, same with uh, Voldemort. Great. Sorry. That's he doesn't have a real name to me. He's just Voldemort to I me. I watched Harry Potter 1 this weekend, and my oh. fiance came home, and she's like, what are you doing, you pervert? What? Um, and I was like, well, because we both will watch these during winter time. We mm-hmm. always start them with number three, Prisoner of Azkaban, because that's Cause where it gets like cool. The, you don't like the first one? We don't, but I just was like, I haven't seen the first one in forever, yeah. so I just wanted to. But it was weird when they had the CGI Voldemort and it wasn't Ralph Fiennes voicing oh, it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Ugh. yeah. It's weird. It's it's a little. That's more of a jump scare than anything jump scary that happens in uh, in the menu. So, so. what else? Uh, so menu is your high recommendation. Yes. Anything else cool on the menu for the rest of the season? What uh, what dessert can we have after Christmas dinner for our eyes? I, I would like to hmm. feast my eyes upon. You, these puns aren't working. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I would like to say I'm very excited to have some hearty blubbery whale. For yeah, the, the whale's on a big one um, yes. that everyone's talking With about. With Brandon Fraser finally yes. making his debut once again. Um, I have no idea what that movie's about, but I know everybody's going to see it because everybody loves him. And so. I feel weird because the holidays are when all the big movies come out and I can't think of anything. But after seeing this trailer, yes. I've decided I will go see the Mario movie. Here is a quick clip of that. Ah, hey. Hey, where's the freaking Gabagoo? Ha-ha. You motherfucker. You motherfucker. Don't make me get the... Hey, I'm walking here. So there you go. That's Can't a clip. wait to see that that's one. That's Chris Pratt in the new Mario movie. Yeah, yeah. That's also a clip from the new Avatar 2 movie. Oh, God. That's yeah. one of the big ones. Oh, I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Care. I, I honestly don't either. Uh, I saw the uh, trailer, uh, and I, I just was like, this is basically just anime or Disney movies disguised for adults. That yeah. They just that don't understand like that animation has been great for the past ten years now, and all they can think about is Avatar is the best example. No, no. you know. Anyways, <laughs> see you the go. menu. Go, go see the menu. Go and see. Uh, go see them. If you're watching stuff at home, uh, it doesn't get any better than Andor and White Lotus, in my opinion. Oh, okay. Let's do that. <laughs>
No playing mermaids in the pond. Uh, okay, well, what does that mean? I think I need to make a code word for my drunk friend. Oh, no, Emily, you've you've <sighs> talked about drunk friend and friends before. What's up? I have this one friend of mine. I love her to death, but uh, recently I went to a party in Houston. <laughs> Side note, it was a Jersey Shore-themed party. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, it was fun. It was trashy. We all had, like aggressive bronzer and fake tans on and high poofs and all about it yeah so it was a trashy party we get it but one of our friends got incredibly wasted she seems to do this quite often and this time around it was very annoying and uh the next morning woke up she played the whole oh my gosh what did i do last night and then we had to explain hey you were really obnoxious last night so I'm kind of considering creating a code word amongst the group and teaching it to everybody in the group and teaching it to her. So whenever she goes too far, you know, maybe I can like say this magic word. And she snaps out of it and it's like, oh, she's being serious. I need to calm down. Or when she's on her way to getting there. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, basically what so happened. Train her like a Manchurian candidate to where a <laughs> word suddenly triggers the deep-seated yes, training. Yes, and, yeah. yes. Yes, 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 But exactly. instead of assassinating people, no. she stops drinking. <laughs> she stops drinking and, go, and goes to bed instead. Uh, you, you know what I've done? Huh. Uh, and back in the day, I've done this with my fiance. Uh, <laughs> I... Instead of vodka sodas, I start bringing vodka soda water or soda waters. Ah. I'll start making them think they're getting more drinks, but they're not. And yeah. it's easy to do with mixed drinks. So this is this is more specifically like once she gets past that, where she doesn't even get, she's too drunk to even think about drinking. But is there not a way to like try to negate the amount of drunk? Because then you're placeboing it a little bit. I don't know. That's I don't not know. the point. The point is the point is when is, she gets to the limit. Yes. And and this week we figured out her uh, what she really wanted to do. I have no idea why her mind was set on this, but we were celebrating this uh, friend's birthday at somebody's parents' house. Who They still live with their parents. They're the only ones in our hometown that still kind of live in a house big enough to host, host a party. Cool. Their parents are really cool and was like, hey, we're go- we'll just get a hotel for the night. You have a party here, whatever, which is crazy being 24 years old. And instead of having to like have a party when somebody's parents are At out of town, yeah. they choose to go out of yeah. town so we can have a, like, it feels so nice to be an adult. Yeah. It's so amazing. Guess, but- um, so we were throwing this party and they live in more of like a suburb section of uh, Houston. And for some reason, my drunk yeah, th- friend wanted to. To go swimming in that fake pond that they have at in the suburbs, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, when you drive into a neighborhood yeah. um, by the gate at the entrance, and they have it's, the fountain and the fountains there to keep mosquitoes out. Oh, really? Yeah, that's good to you know. You got to keep the water moving, otherwise it gets stagnant and bugs will live in it. But well, yeah, she that's wanted a, to. That's live a terrible in it. idea. Yeah, and so she went up to almost every single person at this party and said, "Hey, can you do me a favor?" And we would say, "Sure, yeah. What can we help you with?" And she goes. I want to go play mermaids out in the pond. And but except for she was slurring and, you know, please, let's go outside. Let's go. Let's go outside. I just want to just swim in it just for a second. And so the whole night she was bothering everybody. Mind you, it was like 40 degrees outside. There's absolutely no way you're going to get anybody out there. And so like a lot of people, if you give in to their idea and like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do that in just a minute and start making a plan. Eventually you can deflect and they'll they'll lose steam. But she did not. Oh, she did not. And then uh, not only did that happen, she always gets a little too, I want to say H word. You know what I mean? 
sexual, uh, not touchy, not anything that's like bad. It's more of like she really wants to hook up with somebody so and we're like, let's not do at that. At least you're not in a public situation, which makes us even more yeah, frustrating. But yeah. yeah, but she always tends to make bad decisions with people at the party that we're all like, no, ah, yeah. let's not do that. And then finally, the other thing, which is what really... I wanted to draw the line and go, God, I need to make a code word for this girl so she could just chill out. I love her, but my God. We turn around the corner and her her finger's just bleeding. And we're like, what what happened? She goes, what do you mean? And we look at her face and she didn't even realize that her fingers were bleeding and she had like scratched her forehead. So she had Simba, you know, the Azabinyat, like blood, like all over her oh forehead. And we were, and we had to try to clean her up and we tried wrapping her fingers. It's, it's a hard thing to do because I, oh. I had a friend and I love him, but he's... He, and he's his now wife like got it together quick, but he used to whip out his uh, we would call it scrim, and he would his flash people. Um, oh, no, 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 his scrim is what he would show, ah. um, which wasn't butt, wasn't genitals, but it was in between everything and still required ah. him to be pantless. There was a party <laughs> oh where God. we didn't know a lot of the people there, and a dog jumped in the pool, and he went in the pool after the dog, but got nude to do it. But the dog was just going to chase a rope. Yeah. Uh, and I had to lead him because we were going to get our asses kicked. Me and his girlfriend at the time, we had to lead him through the garage and get him the hell out of there. Oh, my gosh. And halfway through, he realized, like, what? F that. I'll go back in. Another time, he was starting crap at a bar unintentionally, but he was smacking people he didn't know on their ass. We got wow. him a lift home. <laughs> he told the lift driver 20 minutes later, he pops back in. So it's it's frustrating to deal with, and it's hard. And the only way I can tell you, to, you got to... Watch their alcohol intake because once they're at that point, there's nothing that's going to stop it unless you give them more and make them sick. But yeah. that's dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't know if this is something where she is truly drunk, if or if this is just kind of like a, you know, like the freeing a, attitude of being wild. Exactly. And dumb. So that's why I'm like, sure. if there's a code word, maybe there's something deep inside of her where if I say orange juice, she snaps out of it and she's like, oh, I'm being a bitch right now. If she's too drunk, she's not going to recognize it and will either get defensive mm-hmm. or get sad. I'm just saying you got a placebo effect or yeah. make her drinks. If you see her making a drink or taking a shot, be like, oh, I'll make it for you. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then orange juice, whatever she drinks, if it's hard with things that are white claws in a can, but just yeah. make her fake drinks. Fake drinks, no alcohol. Fake drinks, fake drinks no, no alcohol, alcohol when she's getting there. Okay, no playing mermaids in the pond. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> a new service is going to help you navigate your way through the Austin airport, and uh, the biggest, most puzzling, most frustrating thing is it's not actually going to help with any of the current problems that are, um, I guess, systemic with not just Austin's airport, but traveling in general. And, of course, we know the Austin one very, very bad. There's the TSA, which is having trouble, you know, staffing, the long lines, the overall logistics of Austin is a nightmare. Their solution, hey, just get there three hours early now. Yay. Okay. Anyhow, if you have a problem, there's a new service called Sky Squad. That's right. Your own personal assistant while you're at the airport. The company started a couple of years ago, and now uh, it'll help you travel. Specifically, the person that started it uh, was a mom with a young son that had bags, getting through the long lines, keeping track of the little one, all that stuff. Well, they're here to help you with that. Think like a Lyft or an Uber or 
whatever, Postmates. Uh, they show up at the airport. You sign up online or you call them a day in advance. The worker meets you there. They help you unload the bags from your car. They help you get your tickets. They help you ch- check your baggage. They help you navigate the TSA lines, which, again, that's kind of weird because then you just have – like riding in a car and having to make small talk is awkward enough, but now they're with you everywhere. Well, it still seems uh, helpful because if you need all that, well, Sky Squad will be there for you. Listen, going to the airport sucks. It's uh, confusing. It's frustrating. I didn't start flying until I was in college, so the airport still scares me. But now Sky Squad will help you. They're there with you from unloading your stuff. It would be cool if they parked your car. Parking seems to be a lot or even getting a ride. Uh, and they're there until you get on the plane. The Sky Squad assistant is uh, there to help with whatever your passenger needs. You got to go to the bathroom. You can't just leave your bags behind. You got to go get food. Same thing. They'll watch it for you. Maybe they'll even get your food. I don't know. Uh, but the company says they were specifically founded for families with young kids, which, again, can be a super big help. But uh, their their reach now is to even uh, go further than that, assist with elderly folks or anyone just who isn't comfortable navigating the airport. Uh, It is expensive, though. $49 an hour. So that means if you are booking a uh, Sky Squad member, that starts when you arrive three hours before, wait an hour to get through the line, and then wait for your flight. Um, You can check it out by going to their website, which let me see here is... uh, Oh, look at that, skysquad.com. What an easy, simple website. But again, uh, thank you, Sky Squad. Sounds like a cool business. If there's a need, I'm all about filling in for that. But why can't we also need to work on just the problems with travel in general? Like, is the TSA to the level it is still necessary? Do we still need to take our shoes off? And some people don't have to, some people get pre check. It's all confusing, it's all a nightmare. And for you traveling this week, um, and the weather and everything, uh, my prayers and thoughts go out to you. But again, if you need help, um, I think it does definitely benefit with elderly people with kids, even though I think airports have services, but they might be stretched, as we've said. Uh, SkySquad.com, $49 an hour to get your own personal assistant while at the airport. <laughs> It's time to know things, Matt. What have you not learned thus far? What have I not learned? Yes. I guess a lot of things. I have not learned a lot of things. Okay, well, let's start with this. Uh, did you know the game bingo is actually centuries old? The word bingo, it has no real known origin and is not found before the 1920s. You just said origin, and I think you meant origin. 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 Why are, we, why are we doing pronunciations again? What is this, school? <laughs> you know I didn't go to school to be in radio. Sorry, I didn't mean to slow you down. It's, I'm just, not a it's C- just fun to try to work you up. No, I'm not worked up. I mean, uh, you stopped what I'm, you a, were doing. I'm a C student, okay? And what do it's C students... It's pronounced C. It's what your C student. What do C students end up doing? Radio? Mediocre radio <laughs> in a random-ass market. <laughs> Forgot where I was with that. Bingo, whatever. It's a dog. Uh, did you know... Metallica is the first band to play in every single, all seven continents, and they did it all in one year. Wait, they played Antarctica? 2013, they played in America, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, and yes, they did a special concert in Antarctica for scientists. 
just so that they could say, hey, we played every continent? I think so. I, think so. Also, oh, I had to have. I wonder if they brought So you've seen Metallica's shows. They have a massive stage set up and all kinds of spit. Like, I wonder if they brought that for like 10 freezing cold guys that had to sit and watch Metallica, a band that they probably grew up with in uh, middle school and high school who's bullies, their bullies listen to him. Yeah, I just think, what if you're a roadie and you're like, I want to go home to my family. I only get $500 a show. And you're making me, it's cold and I got to set up amps? In Antarctica. Yeah. I'm going anyway, to Google for that them. one more. That's interesting. Uh, back to words. Did you know the original name for Ego Waffles was Froffles? Because they're frozen waffles. Uh, people started calling them egos, though, because people liked eggs and didn't like to associate the taste of something frozen that they're eating. Um, two years later, it became the official name, egos. I'm really confused because there, people really like eggs, so they called a waffle an ego. Yeah. I, well, I, just, I guess people assumed, like, for breakfast I want eggs. Okay, well, there's no eggs, but here's this frozen waffle. That sounds like an Australian name for something. Like, uh, if you ever have Australian friends, th- their terms are very weird. But it also makes sense. It's like something a kid would come up with. Ego. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I was in high school one time, and a guy who was, I guess, smarter than all of us, he was saying something, and he said, ergo, which I believe is like Latin for uh, therefore. Ergo, vis-a-vis, said, ergo, And I remember the guy next to me looked at me, who was listening to him deliver, and he goes, like waffles? <laughs> which I've always enjoyed. <laughs> like waffles? <laughs> Some CJ crap, right? Yeah, there. It, it is. Well, and and to me, I kind of giggled because I knew what was going on, but I was just like, "No, it means something." I was like, "He's just fancy." Did you know the Wright brothers uh, weren't just good at uh, pioneering the craft of flying airplanes? They were a bicycle. They were a bicycle group beforehand. They did a lot of stuff beforehand. Known, obviously, uh, or- Orville and Wilbur. Correct. I'll Back go with in, that. In, yeah. uh, in the Outer Banks, North Carolina, Nags Head, I think. Uh, they weren't just pioneers of flying and the ones to uh, first take humans into the air, essentially, on an airplane. They were also pioneers of plane crashes. They have, uh, for a long time, the record of the most plane crashes. And the first person to die officially in a plane crash uh, was an Army lieutenant who was flying with Orville Wright. That's right. But they were able to use the what they learned, mechanically speaking, from bicycles. They learned a lot. Ergo, they could put that kind of engineering into planes that crash. Literally, ergo. Like, you you get in the air and you go. Like the waffles. Mm -hmm. Turns out, complaining could actually land you a job. It's time for People Behaving Badly, where a verdict shall be rendered as to who will win today's award, not for being good, not for doing something spectacular, other than being an ass publicly. And that's exactly where we are today. As you know, since the pandemic um, and with other issues going on, a lot of restaurants, a lot of businesses, things, uh, places are very, very short staffed. And it's that time of year when the holiday rush starts happening and people, they're naturally on edge. Things are intense. Frustrations, uh, they're building up and mounting. But again, a lot of people have realized, I don't want to work a crap-ass job and get yelled at anymore, so I'm leaving this place. 
Well, that's led to a lot of businesses having to run on a skeleton crew. And, of course, customer service takes a big dip. One man was not happy about it and decided, you know what? I'm going to voice my complaints loudly, which he did at this Dollar Tree and then was offered a job. Here's the clip. Yeah, we need another register open. The deal to close the sale. Are like you can. planning to hire? I'll hire you on the spot. Get behind the register. Can you ring? Can you, can you ring? I'm offering you a job. I need the help. I don't know if you right now. I'm sorry. I'm hiring. I need help. He needs help. He's giving you a job. Uh, the man declined to take the job. The video since gone viral on TikTok. It turned out to be okay. Everyone kind of had a laugh at it and tensions were uh, broken a little bit. But here's the deal. I'm not going to name that person today's person behaving badly because, again, it is very frustrating to go shopping, to go out to eat anything at the end of the year during the holidays, whatever. It's a nightmare. But here's the deal. Today's person behaving badly is you, America. Us, the royal we. Why? Because things have changed and we need to learn to have a little bit more patience because the customer's not always right, as I said before. If the customer is usually wrong, be patient, be kind. Remember, these people are not working for you. You do not control them. They're not there to live and serve at your leisure, even though it might seem like that because they're taking orders, they're bringing your food, they're checking you out. No, 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 no. They are people, too. They are just trying to work their jobs and get through this miserable existence. You think the holiday sucked to go out eating, to go shopping, to deal with your family? Yeah, it sucks. But could you imagine being the person paid on the clock minimum wage to deal with all that and then deal with you and your frustrations? Yeah. Be a little more patient. Be a little more nice. Maybe even tip extra just because we still are in a society where we're able to go out and shop and find what we need whenever we want it. So remember, just be nice to people and give them a little more space and a little more time, or you might end up on people behaving badly. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Matt Bearden's here. And is this the technology Tesla talked about where you would essentially have wireless electricity? Mm, Sort of, but not. Okay. So you know how like right now, I think for a lot of us, it was kind of remarkable that you used to have to plug your phone in to charge it. And then they came up with this whole thing where you could set your phone like down dock. on yeah. a puck. Like some people may not even remember this, but you had to always plug your phone in to charge it. Always had to plug it in. And the idea that you could just set it on a, these one of these wireless charging things is pretty awesome, right? How does the electricity just go through the air? It's magic. Well, there is a they're trying to develop something called the ESA Solaris right now. Um are you ready for this? Yes. What's one of the biggest problems with us trying to develop new things like wind energy, solar energy, is that the wind isn't always happening, and sometimes it can be cloudy, right? So, so how do you improve solar energy? Get above the clouds. In fact, send an array of solar-powered reflectors. So like a high-atmosphere satellite. Not even high-atmosphere. Into space. Okay. And they're thinking that we can send this into space, and then beam the solar energy back down to us here on Earth. I Don't ask me how. That sounds like a death ray. It sounds that, that exactly like, like a, a death, death ray. ray. That's it's all that exactly is. exactly what it sounds like. Apparently, there is some idea somehow. Uh, scientists in the energy industry are saying they want to be able to transmit power 
wirelessly. And they say that, you know, on paper, it's supposed to work. The goal of the project is to have a system ready by 2025, which also, like, what? In in basically two and a half years, you're going to, three years, you're going to have a, doesn't that seem nuts? Yeah. They'll be able to deliver solar power remotely, even as it stays in the planet's orbit. It's going to gather energy from around the sun and then deliver it back down to the surface. Look, I read this article four or five times. Then I tried to look up more about it, try to understand the science behind it. I can't. A laser beam. Yes. All I know is that ESA wants to deliver. The, now, is this a huge scam? I don't know. They came to Austin, when I say they, a group came to Austin and they said, hey, Austin. If Would you, you like to invest in a laser beam? No, they said, if you give us a couple million dollars, we'll put gondolas in so that people can go <laughs> yeah, from yeah. Ben White Boulevard into downtown <laughs> without needing cars. No, okay? we're cool. Now, I mean, we did. Thankfully, we said, nah, bro, we're cool. Because it was like, uh, really? So, I don't know. Maybe they can't do this, but they say, hey, look. We believe we can. It's a renewable renewable technology. And the idea, on, I think, is completely wired. I love the idea that you could be at ACL and somehow you can just charge your phone by just standing Holding there. Holding it up, yeah. Yeah. Uh, will this cause cancer? Uh, probably. Sounds like it. Probably. But so? Isn't that a small price to pay for your phone never going dead again? Much worse to have a dead phone. <laughs> I'm always looking for an easy way to win cash really quick, uh, but I'm also really lazy. But Pop-Tarts, they're giving away $15,000. All you have to do is build a gingerbread house. Not out of gingerbread, but out of Pop-Tarts themselves. So here's the deal. We do a contest here at work, and I'm no longer allowed to participate in that, and that frustrates me because I built the most creative, best gingerbread house ever which I'll tell you after we find out more about Pop-Tart's $15,000 giveaway. Uh, Let me play this commercial really quick, and then I'll come back and tell you why I'm banned from any and all gingerbread competition at work. Nestled in the heart of the Wildberry Woods, this Pop-Tart's gingerbread farmhouse is turnkey and tasty. If you think scrumptious siding and snackable shingles sound good, the oh-so-cozy interior will definitely make you oh-so-hungry. Upstairs in the bedroom, every detail has been custom-designed for comfort. Pack your bags. This heavenly hideaway's move-in ready and ready to tear apart and stuff in your face. Okay, I'm just going to tell you from watching that um, already unfair high expectations. Just, okay, counting one wall on that gingerbread house. One wall, or I'm sorry, the Pop-Tart house. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20 21, just to build one wall of the two-story house, and there are multiple terraces. There's the front, there's the back. There's, that's way too many. That is a very expensive endeavor to make this much of a house. And on the commercial, don't you want to show a crappy one? Because, wait a minute, it's a commercial and it's marketing. So, yeah, you want people to buy as many and build as many as possible. But, I mean, $15,000, that's a lot. The interior, all decked out. Like, they actually went and made an indoor of a house. That's, I'm not going to enter this contest. And also, the reason I'm uh, banned from doing it at work, not banned, they just told me, if I'm going to participate in these things to take it seriously, which I did. I did not build a gingerbread house. I built something that I think is much, much better. Uh, I did a garlic bread house. I said I miss 
understood the assignment, but my garlic bread house was awesome. First and foremost, it was baked with fresh, delicious garlic bread that mm, filled the entire room with that wonderful smell. So I made the house, crafted out of garlic bread, and then I went a step further. It's wintertime, so I made a little bit of snow around the yard with Parmesan cheese, and then I took uh, and made a bunch of pine trees uh, with a little bit of rosemary, and I used other delicious spices to make a nice yard and a gorgeous house, but I didn't win anything at all, and mine was by the best, and, and also mine was actually edible. Gingerbread houses, not really that edible. I don't know what kind of icing you use on that, but it breaks your teeth. My garlic bread house uh, went home with me in my tummy. It was awesome. Also, I think I included some marinara in there, which might have made it a little soggy. But there you go. If you want to win $15,000, build a gingerbread house out of Pop-Tarts. If you want to impress me and your family, build a garlic bread house.